You are now listening to Cyber Time Bite, hosted by me, Stephen Clark. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Steven here, episode 37 of Cyber Time Bite, and today I am with a cosplayer I have met once and seen a second time, but I just didn't confront her, and today I am with, I can't, dang it, <laughs> I don't know how to say it. Umbreon girl cosplay. Umbria, Umbria, right? Umbreon, like the Pokemon. Oh, Umbreon, oh, okay, I don't play Pokemon, so I don't know, um... <laughs> Yeah, Umbreon girl cosplay. That's who I'm with today. She's really awesome, so what's up? Not a whole lot. Not a whole Just lot? School and... <laughs> no, I'm not... School but... kind of takes over. <laughs> well, well, I want to say thank, um, thank you for coming on the Time Bite and taking time out of your busy schedule to be here today. <laughs> um. So, So, the... The first thing I want to start off with is like, where did the cosplaying begin? Where did it all like? Where's where's your story begin? So I've been into anime and video games pretty much since I was a little kid, and then actually in middle school, me and my friends were acting out as the Akatsuki members from Naruto because we were weeps and yeah. <laughs> So I guess that's kind of the start of it, but like actually cosplaying was probably my, my first year in college, actually. Um, I met a bunch of nerdy friends, um, and we went to our first my first convention together with them, which was Anime Apocalypse, which no longer exists. Um, <laughs> Where was it? It was in Rockford at the Clock Tower. Oh. Uh, um, most Illinois cosplayers know of this place. It's probably better that it's gone now, but... So that was the first convention I ever went to, and my first cosplay ever was actually Sailor Mars from Sailor Moon, and it was like one of those like really cheap costumey fabric cosplays, and like after that point, I decided I'm just going to teach myself how to sew because it looked so bad in photos. So ever since then, I've been pretty much making most of my cosplays. Um, I do get like bits and pieces that I alter to fit the character as well. Mm -hmm. It's not all completely handmade. And I did have one commissioned, which hopefully will be here next week before Anime Milwaukee, but we'll see if that happens. But but yeah, after seeing most of those pictures of my Sailor Mars, I just cringe because I'm like, I can't believe how shiny this fabric is. It wasn't a pretty shiny. It was <laughs> it was pretty bad. Like, I suppose you get me spend thirty dollars on a cosplay though. So Was it no, was that was that cosplay thirty dollars or was the supplies of you stitching it together thirty dollars? The cosplay was thirty dollars off of eBay. Um The bad one? Now the Sailor Mars one. Yeah, but the um, bad one, the one that you didn't like, that was thirty dollars? Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> Yeah, because I think and I got like a really cheap eBay wig, so which is a disaster because long-haired wigs are bad enough as it is. If anyone that knows what Sailor Mars looks like, it was it was awful. It was it was just horrendous. It got tangled so much. But I met some really cool con friends at least, despite my embarrassing cosplay. So. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I um. I uh, I really love Sailor Moon myself. I mean, I grew up on that show. Like 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 all like, I didn't watch it like every week and catch it every new episode because I was too young at the time to be like new episode every week. I'm gonna keep up. Like, I was too young for my mind to be that way. So I mean, I used to watch the show a lot growing up. It's my favorite show to this day still. I mean, like it's not it's not like it's not like I'm I watched the whole thing yet because I haven't. Like I haven't watched every single episode to this day. I'm 25 years old and I haven't still watched every episode. But um, but like it's really cool that you cosplayed from it, and I haven't seen it. But if you if you send it to me, I'll check it out and I'll give and I'll give you some props and some and some uh, good likes and all that stuff to your stuff if you want. Yeah, I could send you a link to my. I have an Instagram and a Facebook page that I can send you links to. 
Uh, my Instagram's at Umbreon Girl Cosplay, which I'll send you. And then my co- my Facebook page, which is Umbreon Girl Cosplay. So I can send you links later. I don't know. I, I don't know if I ever liked. Uh, maybe I liked your face your Facebook cosplay page when I met you, but like, I'm not sure. I forget. I don't know if you did. I don't think. I don't think I even knew it existed. I don't think you ever told me it existed. <laughs> it's... But I um. But I'll, but I'll be gladly to like it and support your content. You know. I, I will give a fair warning. Not all my contact content is child safe. So. <laughs> Dude, I'm 25 years old. <laughs> I, I well, I I'm not for anyone, anyone listening. Um, I do do lewd cosplays at times. Uh, I don't do majority of mine aren't, but there are images of it. So just be fair warned. Oh, uh, you're talking um, to like the younger audience who may be listening. Yeah. I mean that's fair. I mean, I mean like you know it can happen. <laughs> I actually haven't posted anything on my cosplay pages recently because I've just been busy with life and. What? Yeah. Are, are as the cool case are, as the cool kids say it, life. Yeah. <laughs> what happens when you go to college? I um no I, no I've been to NIU like my friend graduated from there back in December and I went to and I'm about to go visit him this past November there. You you guys' dorms are small. I, guess I so. never lived in the dorms, so I can't give any content to that. Because I graduated from community college first and then moved out here and got a single-bedroom apartment, so I've been living off-campus. Oh. But even my sister, she lived in one of the dorms, and it was one of the nicer dorms, and it was still pretty small. And also very expensive to the point that she was like $10,000 in debt for like the one year that she spent it, and then you, on top of paying for tuition. And I decided I was not going to do that. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, my no, my friend's dorm was like, like it was so tiny. It's like you walk in the door, and it's like as big as like a, is like a, how do I explain it? Like a tiny bedroom, like a tiny one. Mm. It's like, it it's in especially with the bed and the desk and all that crap in there. It's just like you can't you can't do anything in there because it's so tiny. Mm-hmm. Um. Do you, do you live in those uh, apartments, like, right off the football field over there? No, I don't. I live a little bit further away from there. I'm uh, not far from it, but I'm a little bit further. I'm five minutes from campus, so I'm pretty close to campus. Mm-hmm. Because, so. um... Because... Because it... Because, um... When I went over there, like, a few months ago with my friend to go visit my other friend, we... It, I... Like... I, it wasn't my first time being in that area because I've been in that area before that time, but when I went there again, it was like so crazy because you guys have like you guys have everything under the sun. You got like there's the campus and then there's like all these restaurants and all this all this stuff to keep you guys fueled for like the next four or five years. You guys are sitting on campus. It's crazy. There's better college towns. <laughs> But like, what do you like? What do you like about your college area, though? About your personal area of college, right there? Um, honestly, not a whole heck of a lot. Um, the reason why I ended up going to Northern Illinois University was because I used to live not too far from here, mm-hmm. and I had this whole. I was originally gonna be a lawyer, and that plan changed drastically. But I have this whole plan. I'm like, I'm gonna go to community college, and I'm gonna go to NIU because it's so close to home. I can still live at home. You know, it was like 20 minutes from where we lived at the time. I'm like, it's going to go great. And then we moved. And I still decided to go to NIU for whatever reason. I don't know why. Probably not my greatest decision, but I graduate in May. And then I'm moving up to Madison to hopefully get my doctorate. So that will be a lot nicer than the cow. I, um... No, when we were when we were um no one last thing because I know I'm talking about that area a lot but when I was there I remember seeing a we saw a restaurant that had like freaking railroad signs as their sign and it had and it said like where I work at no I thought no I swear I knew that I swear because I told no I was like I think I know someone who works at that place <laughs> and I well was, it's, it's called the Junction Center is what the whole center is called mm-hmm. just because it's right near the railroad tracks and you can see the train in the background. So it's called the Junction Center with like even like the sushi place that's there. There's a record place there. There's a hair salon place and laundry mats. 
there used to be a bookstore that closed down. Um, there's a couple other like small restaurants and tattoo shops in the area too. Yeah, but it's like no, it was like so cool because like like it the sign it looks so freaking cool. Like it, it's like on all nine and all times just light up and it just looks so awesome. <laughs> um, the uh, it would have been funny if I would if if me and my friends went there and you were and you just happened to be working on that day and I'd be like, hey, I think I know you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like that place? Like, do you like the food at least? Because I know you probably don't. I, so the place is kind of like a diner. I'm not going to say it's this fancy place because it's not. But it's just a nice kind of family diner. So most of the food is good. I'm not going to say all of it's good because not all of it is good. Mm-hmm. And I will be honest with you when I wait on you, if that wherever the case. Um, but I like a lot of the food there. What, what are the, what's the best thing that they have? That you that you know of that that you had at least. My favorite thing is the chicken fajita pita, personally. So what are they known for though? Like what like what's the thing that they're known for? They're not they're not really known for anything specific. We serve breakfast all day, so that's what a lot of the appeal is. Especially being in a college town, you'll have students come in at ten o'clock at night to study. And they get breakfast, and they hang out for the next two hours or so, because we're open until midnight. Mm-hmm. So breakfast is probably the more popular thing. But I can't say anything specific. Yeah, because um, actually down the street from that place, like way down the street, there's actually an old school arcade. The tiniest little thing you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Right near the outskirts of town. Yeah, you, you've been to Star Wars, Star Worlds before? I haven't been there. I just know where it's at. Yeah, it's it, that place is so freaking tiny. Like, there's a DDR machine that takes up a whole wall. <laughs> it's... Yeah, I just go around once. <laughs> yeah, which which one? The one over here and uh, over here in Stratford down the street over here. I usually actually go to the one in Fox Valley. Uh, if I'm ever out like Mitsua or Whitfield area, I'll go to the one Stra- at the Stratford Mall. Mm-hmm. But Fox Valley's closer, so it's usually where we end up going if we don't want to do, like, a Mitsua and Woodfield detour. Yeah, because um, the one in Stratford is the one, like, literally right down the street from my house. Like, like I live like I live on the road, like, that off the mall. Like, Army Trail Road, I live on that road, but I'm not going to say where, because obviously I'm on podcast. But, you know. Yeah, I was off that way a week ago. I went there last Friday with some friends of ours. Uh, that's a, I'm, I'm actually I'm actually it's actually so weird that we never ran into each other there like from all the times I've been there with my friend to go shoot pool or just me being there in general I'm surprised we never ran into each other by mistake it's because we don't I don't go there as much I used to at first until I found there was one in Fox Valley which Aurora was a lot closer than the Woodsfield Schomburg you know area mm-hmm. so but for a while we used to like always do like a monthly trip we'd go to like Mitsua and we go to like Woodfield Mall and everything like that, and we would go to around one. And then we started like, well, we don't want to drive that far, so we decided to start going to the one in Aurora, go to the mall there, which is like half the size of Woodfield, but mm-hmm. you know it still works. And then we would go to round one there, and we wouldn't be home as late and everything like that. And I think the one in Fox Valley is actually bigger than the one at Stratford Mall. It's like it's got uh, two levels to it, opposed to just one. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I, I never. Uh, what mall is the one Fox Valley in? What mall is it? Fox Valley Mall. Oh, that's the name of the mall. Just Fox Valley Mall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, so yeah, creative. Yeah, that's the name of the area. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, that's so creative, everyone. <laughs> oh man, but no, I mean like. I mean, like, if, like, if somebody were to go to, like, like, if, if I went to, like, a different round one that wasn't the one I go to all the time, and if I had a round one card, would it work at that round one, or is it, like... Yes. Oh. Yeah. We have cards that we use at both of them. I have, I used it so much, I'm up to silver. (laughs) (laughs) And I, and I'm trying, I'm trying to get tickets, because I want to actually get, like, a, a decent prize. (laughs) So, so I'm just... I'm, every time I go there, I play one or two sessions. Of, like I, I either try to play one or two sessions of DDR or 
Guitar Hero, because I'm good at both of those. I mean, like, DDR I'm getting into, but Guitar Hero is my jam. So, um, so if I'm not playing that or anything else, I'm usually trying to get tickets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do, you, uh, do you have a favorite game at round one that you like to go to in particular? So me and my friend were really into, like, the rhythm game. So, like, we like to do the DDR one. We like the Miku one. I can't remember what it's called. The Project Diva one. And then a couple of the other rhythm ones we like to do. Mm-hmm. That's just the kind of people we are. So once in a while we'll do ski ball too, but we, we mainly go towards, like, the rhythm games. I suck at them, but... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I kind of I mean, I kind of suck on DDR too if it's not on a difficulty I can handle. But um, <clears throat> but I'm trying to get into DDR because I'm good at Guitar Hero, so I'm trying to get good at DDR as well. Um, but like, but like, uh, it's it that place is a crazy place because I I've been there so many times. I do, I probably done everything that place has to offer. I mean, besides the ping pong. But I've done the ping pong. How's how's their ping pong like? It's not bad. I mean, you should definitely play with someone who knows how to play. Uh, the person I was playing with, he didn't know. He just he didn't quite know the rules, and he kept hitting it too hard, and it would just keep bouncing around the whole room. I'm just like, well. <laughs> or, or you can, or I mean, like to save a whole lot of money, you can just do physical ping pong where you go like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean, but I mean, like me, I I've done the karaoke there myself a few times, and I. I'm not the best singer in the world, but to say that, and uh, and I played and I I sing like you know gorillas because I like gorillas. Um, I sing a few other things. I forget what it was. I sing a lot, but like um, speaking of singing, by the way, what kind of music are you into? I listen to a lot of different music. I'm not a fan of country and rap though. I just never really got into it. But I like the pop, I like pop rock, alternative rock, certain hard rock, some classic rock. It's just country and rap have never really been my thing. Me either. I can, it's not, I never, I mean like, okay, if, like if we're talking, I don't like rap, but if we're talking like Travis Barker playing the drums and adding guitar to like the song Low by Flo Rida. It's all right. I'm I'm okay with that, but if we're talking hardcore, WGCI rap, then no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like nothing hardcore. Like I never I'll never listen to rap ever. But if it has some kind of like heavy rock mixed into it, then maybe. And if it's clean too, because like I'm not, because because like I'm just I just don't like rap. I just like rock and anything with guitar in it really i mean like with that sounds good to me so like mm-hmm. I, so that's why i usually drift it for or go towards um so like <clears throat> oh i also listen to musicals oh that's yeah another thing like what like hamilton and all that yeah so um I, so we do like hamilton um i've done wicked anastasia um, Fantasia, you said? Anastasia. Oh, uh, I have a Fantasia. Like the, um, and I've done like the Disney ones as well, because I'm always a sucker for Disney music. It just does. I, I love Disney movies, so, you know, I'm always a sucker for that. So, like, me and my friend will always jam out to those, and we're in the car, we're singing them. When we did do karaoke at round one, uh, we were singing a lot of the musicals and stuff like that. And then we did, like, some of, like, the throwback of, like, Backstreet Boys and Old School Avril Lavigne and... <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that's crazy. No, that's crazy. I mean, like, I mean, but that's really cool because, you know, like, I mean, we, we don't have to be Freddie Mercury's around here, but, I mean, like, but we can be, we can be freaking singers. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a good singer, but I still enjoy singing. Yeah, I mean, like, people, I mean, it's nice that people are not afraid to actually show it these days, because I remember that there was a time where people were not, were kind of afraid to show it, but, like, mm-hmm. shower singers, I call it, I call it, I guess, but now people are not, are not as, as reluctant, or as, are restrictive of showing their skills, which is, 
which I think is pretty cool. Um, but like, <clears throat> what, what play, what place do you actually like better though? Because I know that round one is getting popular and everyone likes going there. But what do you prefer? Do you prefer round one or GameWorks? Round one, probably. Yeah, I probably gotta agree with you on that one. Round GameWorks is kind of gets pretty boring. Boring after. I've been to round one more than GameWorks, so. Raw one's probably just my preference, just because there's there is a huge variety there, and there's so many other things you can do. Like I love the bowling and the ping pong and the pool, and the karaoke and all the other stuff. I think it's really fun. On top of having just a variety of different games, you have the claw machines, you have the the Japanese photo booths, which me and my friends love to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I just, I just like I like it for all the variety and all the different things. It always has something for someone. Mm-hmm. It's it's practic. I think it's practically for everyone, unless unless there's because, well, I mean, unless you're not into any of that, but like, mm-hmm. but for everyone. Um, the, I I want, I also wanted to um, also want to ask um on the way of like gaming, what do you think about when you go to like a convention and you see their game room, and then like. And then you go to round one, like, a week later or something, and you see, like, everyone in there. Do you think that the the convention games is a heavy influence off of round one in the convention game rooms? Because people like going there, and they just mix the two to get people into, to like, into interest of, like, both kind of places? So, for conventions, they've had, like, their game rooms before round one recently made their appearance into the United States. Because round one is a Japanese-based chain. Yeah. Um, so it was actually the conventions in their game rooms came first. And they kind of... I know originally some conventions would ask people, like, what games they won, stuff like that. Which I think might have affected, like, what games were brought to round one. Yeah. But most people at the conventions, like, a lot of the similar games at round one, like your rhythm games, your DDR, you've got your fighting games... But then, like, round one also has, like, your typical arcade games, like your skee-ball, the basketball shooting games, and stuff like that. And So I kind of like that they kind of incorporate that. I would pick round one over, like, the actual convention scene, with mm-hmm. the exception price-wise, because obviously convention, it's free. But it's just because the rooms are always so small and cramped, and you have some people that will just play the machine, like, over and over and over again, and I really don't want to play DDR after, like, these, like, five sweaty guys have been on it, because I'm just kind of grossed out at that point. Yeah. So, so do you think that round one is influenced off the convention scene? I think to an extent, I think it's got some of, like, the convention scene along with just, like, the Japanese-esque games and stuff like that, and it's kind of like a mishmash of the two of them, I feel. Mm Mm-hmm. That's crazy. No, it's that's crazy to even think about. No, seriously, like that is crazy to like think about right now. That round one was like could possibly be freaking ins- <coughs> freaking inspired over the 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 whole convention scene. Like nerds made this possible. It- well, that was the whole reason why. Like, I feel like this is how I feel. Like, why Japan decided to incorporate round one. It's because of how popular conventions and anime and video games, like Japanese-based video games and stuff like that, are to a lot of the people in the United States. Um, Because before, the nerdy, geeky culture was kind of more, like, kind of more hidden, I feel like. I feel like the last, like, ten years, there's, like, been more light on it. It's not frowned upon as much. You still have the people that are, like, oh my gosh, these people are freaks, why do they dress up as these characters, or why is this, this person dressed as, like, a wolf that's in a furry suit or something like that, because they don't understand it. Mm-hmm. But I definitely feel like now, like, I feel like the nerdy, geeky culture that we have isn't as frowned upon as it used to be years ago. So I think that also really helped, like, them decide to actually put round one into certain places in the United States. Because they realize that there are people that are actually really interested in this stuff, and they could make money off of it. Yeah. So, so like, what 
what um what what difficulty do you play on when you play DDR? Like how expert? I, I play easy because I I suck. <laughs> I yeah I can say I can say the same thing here. I suck at it too, but I try. <laughs> I used to be better at it because I used to play DDR a lot more when I was a kid back when they had like the PlayStation hookup for it. Yeah. Even like my middle school, like the exercise room had a DDR thing. Yeah. So I used to play it more, and like I just haven't played it in like so long. So when I do go and play it, I just I'm awful at it. Do you, um I I was speaking around one um um and the cosplay thing together. I gotta ask, are you a Homestuck? No. No. I never got into Homestuck. Uh, it's nothing really against Homestuck itself. I think a lot of it was that a lot of the fans ruined it for me. Just how a lot of people feel. Like I'm not bashing the series itself. I never read the webcomic, so I can't give too much, like, the webcomic series, so I can't give much insight on it. Yeah. But some of the fans were a little crazy, especially, like, when it kind of, like, got, like, to, like, the midpoint to, like, the end. They got, I think they just kind of gave it a bad rep, which isn't fair to it. And I feel bad that I'm not probably going to ever go into it because of that. Yeah. But... For for me, for me, when it comes to Homestuck, I mean, I'm a Homestuck to this day. I mean, 2009, I mean, like, because, yes, <clears throat> in 2019, Homestucks do exist. And I'm one of them, but I'm not one of the crazy ones. And if I do meet a crazy one, I'm like, okay, kid, hold your hold your horns. <laughs> it's not that special. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things where, like, the fandom, is, uh, I think, ruined it for potential people to actually be interested in it. Which mm -hmm. is a huge problem, because Homestuck was huge. It's still pretty major because there are sometimes I go to conventions and like the same day there'll be three homestuck panels. I'm like, and like it'll be like, like the next day there'll be like two and then like one on like another day. I'm like, why are there six to ten homestuck panels and nothing else? Which is also granted on like who submits the panels and everything like that. But it's still a major thing. But I think I feel bad that the fans, like some of the fans, just kind of ruined it for any potential people yeah. that might be interested in it. But I've met a lot of, like, homestuckers that are actually really nice and really cool and everything like that. And yeah. I've also ran into the crazy, ridiculous ones, and was kind of got both sides of the spectrum. Yeah, because because the, the, way I, the way I take it is that not only is it pretty awesome and pretty cool and I can get behind it, it's, um, it's also a big, big creative outlet for me. So it's like, so like I like like because the characters I can get behind, I can get behind some of the characters, um, I can get behind the story. Andrew Hussey knows how to write something, like he knows how to write and make a story, and he knows how to do his thing. So I mean, like I haven't met the guy. I really wish I would, but but for me, Homestuck is is uh it's 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 very entertaining and very creative it, it, it's helps my creative juices make all these fan fictions that i write the the one i actually got done but future references too you know and i think i like found out about homestuck like quite a bit after it had already started so it, it was really hard for me to get into it yeah but now i'm like thinking back i'm like okay i recently started watching one piece for the first time ever <laughs> I'm like I'm only on like episodes 480 of like the 870 or whatever episodes there are Correct. but and I'm like I'm like you know I probably could have like forced myself to like get started with it yeah. but I think like because like when I heard about Homestuck and when I first because like I said I didn't start going to cons until 2013 I think was my first convention I have to remember when I graduated high school. Um, <laughs> I think 2013 was my first convention ever. But I'd always been into anime and stuff like that, don't get me wrong, but I never, like... And, like, my friends were like, oh, yeah, let's go to Easton, and then they, like, never got back to me about it, so it just never happened. Yeah. But... So I was also just late getting into the game, and I'm like... The fans that I saw were just like, nope, I'm good, I don't want to watch this. Mm -hmm. so I think they just put, like, a, a bad taste in my mouth for it. Yeah. But like I said, I've met people that are actually really nice from the fandom, and some of like the cosplays I've seen from it are absolutely wonderful. That I wish I knew who the character was. Yeah. But I have no clue. So I'm like, oh, that looks absolutely awesome. But I have no idea who you are. I just know what you're from. 
right. but I think just like that bad taste has just kind of like put me off from ever like getting into a homestuck. Well, if you if you ever are interested, I can I can help you get I can help you sieve in into it if you if you're ever interested at least. Um, but like, what what's your next convention? What's like the next one that you're going to? Anime Milwaukee, which is actually next weekend. And that's one I really want to go to. Like, I really that's that's a convention I really really want to go to. But like, I don't think it's gonna happen this year or even next year unless unless something changes next year. I'm not. I don't know if I'm gonna be be there. But I really want to go to that one. I really want to go to Dice Show as well. That's another one I want to go to. That's just a fun convention. I do recommend it. I mean, I, I... I've got a, this past year was my only my second time going to the show, but it's a really fun convention as long as people like are like obnoxious and they are damaging the Kalahari. Um, they keep raising their prices and a little more critical on like how many rooms everything they allow is because people are just stupid and damaging a lot of the property at the Kalahari Resort, which is a huge bummer. That there was rumors at some point that they were like thinking about not allowing the convention anymore, but people just just be smart. People don't destroy property that's not your own. It it's actually funny. I actually fooled everyone. I actually went to the page, the Daisho Kong Congoers page, and I went in there and I fooled everyone to thinking that there was actually a party in room one thousand. <laughs> And someone actually got back to me and say, hey, where's your party at? And I'm like, room 1000? And he's like, oh, is it cool? And then he's like, oh, is that good? <laughs> I fooled everyone. <laughs> no one no one obviously went there, obviously, and actually checked. But it would have been so cool if people actually went there. But like, hey, there's no one here. <laughs> oh, boy. That that would have actually been... No, that would have been so funny if it actually worked, though. Um <laughs> But, but like, um, but no, but seriously, though, I want to go to that one. I'm going to go to Anime Milwaukee. C2E2 is my next one that I'm going to, um, personally. Um, See, I don't know if I'm going to go to C2E2 again. One, it's really expensive. And, like, the first time I went to C2E2, like, it just wasn't as much fun. Yeah. Like, it's, it's not, it doesn't have the same vibe as an anime convention. Uh-huh. I mean, it's still really cool and neat, and I love seeing all the comic book artists and stuff like that, but it wasn't as, like, intriguing to me as the anime convention was. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like, I, I, the way I look at it, real, um, the way, I, I know that, I know it's, like, 6.36, and I promised you 40, um, but, but, like, real quickly, um, the way I, the way I see Anime Midwest and C2E2 is that I know you're probably not going to get this because you're probably not a wrestling fan at all, but um, no. but the way I see C2E2 is I see C2E2 as WrestleMania, and I see AMA Midwest as SummerSlam, the two biggest pay per views of the year, and I just and that's how I look at that's how I. Uh, I say I don't think I'm ever going to go to AMA Midwest again. Why? Why is not? I'm not. I'm not a fan of Ryan Kampf. Um with all the, the sexual assault accusations against him. Um, the only reason I even went to CAD recently, come off the lead, is because my friends begged me to go, and that's the only reason I went. But I'm, I'm really trying to avoid all those conventions, because I don't want to support someone like that. Oh, they... So I'll stick to my Anime Central. It's bigger. Lots more people. Yeah, that... Um... I didn't. I didn't. I I heard something about the guy, but I didn't understand. I heard something like that about that guy, but I just didn't. I didn't understand it. I guess, but I mean, but the way I see it is that the convention itself is, it's fun. The guy can just go screw off, you know. Yeah, I had a fun experience at Anime Midwest. Don't get me wrong. I just I can't. Like I don't know if I could put my money towards a convention that he runs, especially because he keeps a lot of the profit for himself, opposed to a lot of other conventions, putting it back into the convention for the next following year. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't treat his staff the best, from what I've heard from some staff members. So it's just like a respect thing. Like I, I don't really have a lot of respect for the guy, which really does suck, because like the times I have gone to the Midwest and Connell Delete, it's actually been really fun. 
And honestly, honestly, Connaughtly is probably one of my favorite conventions as far as like meeting people. Mm-hmm. It's a much smaller convention, but I think that's why I like it. It's just because I just made so many friends. You know, like two years ago, I was dressed as Ruby Rose from Ruby, and I just met this whole group of people in the Ruby fandom. And like to this day, they're still some of my conference. And actually, I am rooming with some of them for Anime Milwaukee next week. So that's cool. So, like, no, that's really cool, but, like, no, I just wanted to ask, you remember when we met, like, at AMA Midwest, that, I think it was 2017, I think it was? Yeah. Vaguely. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. No. Everything's a blur. <laughs> I, th- I think you were that Pokemon, whatever it was, I forget it was, you were a Pokemon cosplay, and I was, you know... It's probably just this Umbreon, because it's the only Pokemon cosplay I've ever done. <laughs> Yeah, that you were. Yeah. I've done two of them, but but yeah, it's the I think, only Pokemon cosplay I've ever done. I think which that's is also part of the reason for my name. <laughs> yeah, so I think I think that's who you were, and I remember that's who you were dressed as, and I, I and you know I was dressed as my OC, which I have been doing ever since 2016. So I got to change up. Yeah, my I game. can't remember you telling me about that. Yeah, I got I got I got change up my game. You know, so I'm not, so I'm not being the same thing over and over, unless people start to like it. But um... see, the thing about cosplay is just dresses what you want and what you enjoy. I feel like a lot of people are so focused on something that everyone's gonna love, but cosplay should really be about you. It should be what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I will admit, it is awesome when you like. You know, just like that self-esteem you get when like everyone's asking for your pictures. But at the same time, I think it's also really cool when you're, well, yours is an OC, but even like for other like obscure characters, when people compliment you or they know who you are or something like that, they're like, oh, really cool cosplay. Whether they know who you are or not, I think it's just really cool because you're like, oh, this is really awesome that you still think this is cool, even though, you know, you don't know what this is or anything like that. I um, I've actually. Uh, I, I, I'm actually like um, took I actually like um thinking about taking my cosplay, and like uh, probably 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 try to innovate a little bit more. I mean like it's it's already deep enough as it is, but try to I'm gonna try to probably try to do something to make it more innovative to make it more stand out a little bit more maybe, but like but when it comes to but. And but in general, when it comes to cosplay, I, yes, it should be about yourself, but you should also be doing it for everyone else because like it's about it's not about your it's not about egos. It's about what you like and and how they're gonna take it. You know, I mean it's it's a it's a, you know what I'm saying. I can kind of get where you're coming from, but the thing is, cosplay is supposed to be something that you enjoy. I just, you know, I will admit, some people in the cosplay community are very toxic people. And it really is a bummer because it really does turn people down. The thing is, though, like, you could cosplay this character that you think everyone else is going to love, and then they could just absolutely hate your cosplay, whether they don't like, like, if you bought it, they think it's crappy quality, or if you made it, they think it's crappy, or you don't have the body type for it, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So first and foremost, cosplay should always be about you and what you want to do, because that's what makes it fun. Mm-hmm. It's an added benefit if other people also enjoy it, but you're not there for them, unless you are actually a professional cosplayer. Yeah. So the professional cosplayer is the only thing I'll make an exception for. While many of them do cosplay characters they really like, you also have a lot of them that cosplay characters that they think are popular at the moment and that people are going to like, because that's what they make money off of. But I'm not a famous cosplayer. I'm never going to be a famous cosplayer. So I just kind of do what I want for fun. I know. Because I really, no, I really like your stuff, honestly. Like, honestly, I love your cosplay work. I love your dedication. I mean, like, I love your dedication because, like, you're not trying to go for accuracy. You're just going, you're just doing it for fun. And, you know, and you like it. And that's what you do. And that's why I love it because you love doing what you're doing naturally, you know? And, uh, I just, and... And you should just keep going with it because you know you you're doing you're doing it out of all heart, and that's pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? And that's what cosplay should be about. It should just be what your passion is, 
Yeah, you have. Like, I love when people make, like, their own twists on a character, because I love it. You might have people, like, bashing it because it's all oh, this isn't the character, but, like, if I can see a steampunk Poison Ivy, I think that's pretty darn cool. Just to think that someone had this creative ability to twist this to something cool and unique that not everyone's wearing. Yeah, I mean, like, like, um, what, what is your favorite, um, I... I know that we're going a little bit over time here, but I just want—I just wanted to, one last question before I let you go because, um, you know, um, what what is your favorite? What's your favorite cosplay, and why? And and are you going to bring it to Anime Milwaukee this upcoming weekend? So my top—we're going to go top three favorite cosplays. But I also have many more in the works. So as of right now, I really love my Ruby Rose one. Um, I will not be bringing her to Am. I will not actually be bringing any of these to Anime Milwaukee just because some of them need some things fixed on them, and I just don't have the time for it. But I love Ruby Rose. I love having my Crescent Rose prop. I think that's probably my favorite part of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It's just having this giant scythe, and I love the love of the Ruby community. I think is what really makes me enjoy it as one of my favorite cosplays I've ever done. It's because most of the Ruby community are wonderful people, and like I said. Like, we find each other at conventions, and we just, like, instantly become friends. It's pretty awesome, actually. My second favorite cosplay would probably be my Umbreon Warlock version I made, that I think I made, I premiered at Anime Midwest two years ago or so. Because mm-hmm. my friend said he was going to have his ready, his D&D-inspired evolution, and he didn't. Um, like, you, I, like, made this in, like, three freaking days. Thanks a lot. Because <laughs> I procrastinated. I'm like, I lost so much sleep, and you didn't even wear it. That's cool. But I didn't like the initial one that I made. So after that, I made, an, I kind of edited a little bit for my first day show con. And then for this last ASAN, I actually really like changed up my top and everything like that. I changed up the lights that were in the, my orbs and everything like that. And I just loved it because. Pokemon's very popular. I'm obviously a fan of Pokemon. Umbreon mm-hmm. is my favorite Pokemon, despite it not actually being great competitively. I just, I don't know. I just fell in love with Umbreon when I played Pokemon Coliseum. I think that's where my love came for it. I kind of loved doing this version of it. And, like, so many people thought it was so cool and everything like that, and they loved it. And then we actually, like, had members of our D&D group, like, D&D-inspired evolutions, and people thought it was so cool. Yeah, it's like, gee... And, they're like, gee, I wonder, I wonder if you love Pokemon. I can't tell. <laughs> and then my my other favorite cosplay, which actually isn't even finished. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to get finished anytime soon. I have worn it to two conventions, though. I wore it to Anime Iowa last year, and I wore it to uh, DaishoCon this past year. And um, it's Alice from Alice Madness Returns, which is not a very common game. Yeah. But it's I loved the cosplay. I wore the siren dress, and I loved it because it was just so unique. It was such a pain in the ass to make, and I have like lights put all throughout the dress, and I have like this giant anglerfish in the back of my my dress and everything like that. I think I just really loved it because I really loved the game, and I just was proud of myself that I got that far with it. And I loved that I actually met a couple other Alice cosplayers. Yeah. While I was wearing it, I thought it was really cool because it's such an obscure cosplay and like finding out people that were like, oh my gosh, it's just this person. Oh my gosh, I love this game. And it just kind of like makes you feel like special. Like, oh, someone actually knows who I am? Yeah. That's so cool. That is that is really cool. Um, But yeah, I mean like I... But like I, I feel I feel like um, me and you had such a great conversation and I... And hopefully I'll run into you at a con sometime soon because... um. Because because you because you're a, you're a really awesome cosplayer and I really enjoy your work and I can't wait to see where you go from here and beyond. You know what I'm saying? I'm hoping I'm hoping within the next year after I move up to Madison in July that because I might take a year off from school hopefully and hopefully I can just kind of kind of like spend that time saving up money making cosplays in a not so cramped one bedroom apartment and <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that. Um, I still have to make, like, three cosplays for Anime Central this year, so we'll see if those happen. Uh, 
People keep telling me about AMA Central, by the way. People say it's so good, but I've never been to it. It's very large. It's it's massive. It it used to be one of the largest conventions. I think it's now like fourth or fifth in the United States. It's kind of dropped. Yeah. But it's still like 30,000 plus people. So it's a huge anime convention. The downside to it, though, with any of the larger anime conventions, like Anime Expo and stuff like that, is that... And part of my language, more assholes come out and a lot more douchebags come out and it can either like ruin it, it can ruin like some people's con experience and it really shouldn't. But that's kinda of like the downside when you go to such a larger convention is that you have a lot more critical people there. But at the same time you also have a lot more like cool people for you to meet and there's a lot more like panels. The raids are pretty fun, you know, the video game room is huge. So it's kind of like, uh, you know, pros and cons to it. Mm-hmm. It is expensive. Um, I'm not going to lie that for, like, the hotel from, like, Thursday to, like, Sunday is, like, 750 for all, all those nights. So it's very expensive. Oh, my God. Like, in comparison to other conventions like Anime Midwest or Con of Lee or Daishokan or anything like that. Uh-huh. Um, but I enjoy it. I highly recommend if you haven't gone to ASIN to go to ASIN. Um, at least just to see it once. Mm-hmm. See if it is your thing. Because not everyone likes a huge, large crowd. But there's so many, like, you see so many different cosplays there, too, though, from things that you would never expect to see. And it's just a lot more variety, which I think is really cool. That's that's really, That sounds really cool, actually. And it probably won't happen this year because i gotta go, cause I got to save up money to go all the way to Maine to go being a panel so it's not gonna happen oh, this fun. year yeah it's not gonna happen this year <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah i don't blame you but like um but yeah i mean i guess i guess i'll make a, a, a quick plug is that uh yeah great falls kind of expo the spring edition in Auburn, maine at the north at the norway savings bank arena i'm gonna be there and i'm gonna be with my co-host cameron for adventure time guys slash cyber time bite the being a panel so check us out everyone if you live in maine <laughs> But, but yeah, I mean, like, um, but yeah, um, thank, thank you for coming on here and being yeah, on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. Hey, no problem. Ho- hopefully you had a great time. Did you have a great time? I felt a little awkward, but I'm just an awkward human being in general, so. <laughs> no, it's fine. So I apologize if I meet anyone at conventions, if I just seem, like, quiet or awkward. I'm just an awkward person until I get to know you. And- so apologies ahead of time. They've had people get excited, like, oh my gosh, so yeah, I'm like, who are you? Like, oh, it... hi, like, how are you? No, it's also funny, <laughs> I mean, no, real quickly, last thing, real last thing. The, when I said at the beginning, when I saw you the second time, I actually saw you at Kano, no, at, what was it, Kano Delete, yeah, I saw you at Kano Delete last, the not this past year, but the year before, when you were, uh, I think you were... I don't know who you were cosplaying, but I saw you sing with a group of your friends, and I saw you, but I didn't. I just didn't confront you because you were with a bunch of people, and I didn't want to be that that awkward. It's a good person. chance I was probably in a Ruby cosplay if it was a bunch of people, because that's where I met all my Ruby fan, like like my Ruby friends, was at that convention that year. So not this past CAD, but the one before that was where I met a lot of these Ruby people. Uh-huh. I kind of spent like the whole weekend with them. Yeah, you might. So, so yes, I did see you, but I didn't confront you because I didn't, because I, because you were with a bunch of people, and I didn't want your friends to be like, "Who's this guy?" And you'd be like, I, I guess I don't know." <laughs> no, no, I'm saying you wouldn't be like that, but I'm just saying like I didn't want your friends thinking like you. I didn't want to make you feel awkward in front of all your friends. You know what I'm saying? Luckily, most people are pretty cool about it. You know, we kind of had like random people just like come in and start talking to us. Like I said, that's the nice thing about the conventions. A lot of the people are pretty cool and pretty chill. I'm not going to say everyone is, but a lot of us are. And honestly, if you know someone that's like already in the group, it's kind of like you're in, and you can kind of meet all these other new cool people. Mm-hmm. So so you're saying if I ever see you in the future and you're with a bunch of people, it's totally cool that I confront you, right? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, cool. Because I because I didn't because I don't want to because I because I feel I feel bad when I see someone with a group of people and I confront them and they're like and they and they want to do their thing and they and I want to do like and I'm trying just like to talk to them but they're doing their thing. You know what I'm yeah. saying? The only exception to this is if I'm like in the middle of a photo shoot and obviously like 
don't come bug me until the photo shoot's done, just so it's not disrupting the photo shoot. But otherwise, I'm just kind of like hanging around the convention, hanging around with people. This goes to anyone, um, like my friend, my fans on my cosplay page and stuff like that. This goes out to anyone. If you see me, you want to say hi to me, that's totally fine. I swear I don't bite. I'm just a really awkward person until I start to get to know you. And when we start botting over things, then y'all never shut up. <laughs> no, it's funny. Just to get to that point. No, here's the funny. If you, if we do see you in a photo shoot, don't avoid photobomb. <laughs> Depends on the photo shoot. It's one that I'm paying for. <laughs> Maybe not, but because I also got to figure out. Because you also got to feel for the photographer. Because some photographers are very picky about that. Yeah. Um. So, unless you know it's, like, a friend taking, like, their picture, I wouldn't recommend photobombing because some people will get upset that you interrupted their picture. Because sometimes random people will go up and like, hey, can you get a picture? And all of a sudden you have this other person's head, like, in the background. They're going to be like, what the hell? You know? Yeah, I mean, like, I hate I hate that, too. I mean, like, I, uh, I, I, I hate when people jump in. I mean, like, if it's more intentional and fun and I... And I let it happen, then I'm fine with that. But if they're doing it just because they want to ruin a photo, then like I go like screw you. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, where where can people find you on social media? Um, like I said, my Instagram is at Umbreon Girl Cosplay, and then my Facebook page is Umbreon Girl Cosplay. Umbreon Girl is one word. Yeah. U M B R E O N G I R L. And then cosplay is a separate word. So those are, I have a Twitter. I'm just never on Twitter. Yeah. So you could probably like find me on Twitter. I just, I'm never on Twitter. I don't know how to use Twitter. <laughs> 23 years old and I don't know how to use Twitter. But, Gosh. <laughs> um, but yeah, I so mean, I stick basically, I stick mainly to Instagram and Facebook. I mean, that's cool. I mean, but yeah, you, you can find, you can find me on Facebook at CyberTimeBite. You can find you can find me on Twitter, <laughs> on on uh, on Twitter at Nostalgia Vamp, and you can find you can buy my T-shirt at Redbubble.com under Crash Steven Gear. Buy the T-shirt; it has a spork on it, and we all know that the spork is more is the mightiest weapon of them all, of all doubt. People people can make props, uh, anything, swords, bow and arrows, wands, Harry Potter, who. It, it could be anything, but the spork will always beat them all. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, episode. This was episode thirty-seven. A cyber time bite. Thirty-eight will be next week. I don't know who it will be. So check out and watch for that. And thank you everyone for tuning in. And you all have a fantastic day. <laughs>